Welcome to The Ether. Today is Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. This episode of The Ether is brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol, and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at WeFund.app. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Glow Yield. Glow Yield is the ecosystem of Terra decentralized apps like Lotto and Creators, all powered by DeFi Yields. Glow Creators helps artists and influencers give their fans exclusive perks through membership NFTs and more. Glow Lotto is a PrizeLink savings account with a weekly chance to win the big jackpot. Tickets are free and perpetual, which means there's zero chance to lose money. Be sure to follow Glow Yield on Twitter and join the Discord community to stay up to date with all the glowing projects and check them out online at glowyield.com. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, Cosmos Spaces, the Asset Mantle AMA. Let's take a listen. You know, I'm going into this AMA really like with not that much information about them because for me, it's a new project, so I'm pretty pretty curious to see what's in store. Hey, Juno, Jerry, what's up, dude? And women from Cosmos is here. Thank you for stopping by. If you guys do have any questions, we're going to bring up some um, guests up later after the uh, main part of the AMA is done. Haas, I sent you an invite. What's up, dude? Thanks. Thanks for stopping by, dude. Helping me co-host. Am I late or what? <laughs> no, you're good. Dude, you're on time, bro. You're right on the dot. Right. Yeah, I moved some stuff around. I didn't want to miss out. So I figured if I'm going to listen in, I want to at least be able to, if I have a question or, or someone texts me and asks me a question or whatever, DMs me, I can ask for everyone. So I'm excited. Excited to be here. Dude, same thing with me, bro. I'm super excited. Honestly, like I, I was just telling them earlier, um, I'm pretty new to Asset Mantle, so this AMA is actually helping me out, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Same here. I mean, I know, you know, I have the idea of it, but it's always nice hearing live, you know, and learning about things. How's the we- how's the weather there, man? It's 70 degrees here. Oh, it's 35 degrees, dude. But it's, it's you know, it's clear at least. It's going to get sunny. Yeah, man, our weather's been so drastic. So Friday, it was 55 and beautiful. And then the next day, literally overnight, we got six inches of snow. And then the day after that, it was like 50. It just doesn't know what it wants to do. And then this week, it's supposed to be nice. But I can guarantee you there's going to be a random snowstorm that, that happens out of nowhere. <laughs> Sachin's here. Hey, Sachin. Welcome. We'll let you guys get uh, situated here. No problem. And on 
All right, Deep's here. Cyber Explosion is uh, joining us in 307. So we'll wait for them to get here. Hey, hi. Yeah, uh, if you can also bring Acid Mantle and the Panshu up, uh, would be great. Yeah, I sent them a request. Looking forward to it. I didn't even see what the block time is for the, the first drop. About to look at it right now, actually. So the, the first one is um, Adam, right? Yes. Like, I sent my magic transaction over. I'm all ready to go. I just didn't see what time, like, the block is and all that for the for the drop. It's like a little bit of, we're at in quarter one with a little bit of a nice little airdrop season going on right now. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I got my three-headed memes going on. I've been just compounding them bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing the auto compound? No, because there's a guy that I work with that he's adamant that it, it doesn't make a difference. Now, I guess it would make a difference if you just never compounded, but if you just did it randomly on your own, that it, it doesn't make any difference. And plus me, I'm just such a DJ, and I just like clicking stuff, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Sachina, so how many more people are joining us we can give you more time if you want uh the core team is here the panchu is here so it will be me and the panchu from the representing the ashman team all right yeah. everyone's here then right yes cool cool all right well hey thanks for uh, joining us today like honestly um i'd like to learn more about it because i'm pretty new to asset mantle so this ama is perfect um, I'll probably be doing a lot of like newbie newbie questions, you know. All questions are good questions, so. <laughs> so yeah, welcome everyone to the uh, Asset Mantle uh, AMA. Um, I'll just uh, start by um, asking you guys to give us a quick intro and how you know what's your role in the Asset Mantle project. So I'll start with uh, Sachin and then whoever's next. Cool. Uh, so yeah, hi guys. I'm Sachin, currently leading communication and marketing for Asset Mantle. Uh, so my journey is typical journey of a Web two developer coming to the Web three industry. Uh, being involved with the blockchain ecosystem in general since 2016 when I started my engineering in computer science. Uh, always been following up with the Bitcoin and the Ethereum research of sharding in Casper, and then. Uh, just before graduating, started working uh, in decent like finance ecosystem uh, on Ethereum as a blockchain developer. Then uh, started developing into the Cosmos ecosystem. Uh, was blockchain developer persistence, and here I am transitioning from my role as a developer to leading the marketing and communication. Very very excited to be with the team Asset Mantle. Uh, apart from that, also founder of WolfDAO, which is a Community governed venture capital fund and ecosystem incubator focused on the Cosmos ecosystem, um, managing one of the largest blockchain communities in India as well, called Crypto Saturday India. Uh, so, yeah, that's a bit about me. Very excited to be here. Thanks, Lil Gains, Cosmos Oz. Uh, super dope to be in the same space as you guys. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, man. I know everything is pretty crazy with Asimantle since you got the you know, stake drop going on and a lot of people, um, you know, trying to communicate with you guys on how to become artists. Um, so, yeah. So we'll uh, go to Deep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hi, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm Deepanshu. Uh, currently uh, leading uh, product development and growth. I'm, I'm also uh, founded Asset Mantle. 
as a project. I uh, uh, have my background in computer science and uh, fintech. Initially worked in fintech. Uh, learned learned a crazy amount about how the current financial systems and the like cogworks of uh, 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 of, uh, of fin- fin- the current like payment architecture works. Uh, understood that this uh, like uh, mechanism uh, for a global network of payments etc is not the best way to go forward if you want to build a scalable solution then that's how i shifted into blockchain looking for a solution uh, have been contributing uh, as a, to uh, as a member into uh, the uh, like cosmos uh, in in projects building projects like comdex uh, pers- have contributed to persistence, uh, peace take in the past, and now finally, uh, like, uh, have come out with uh, the asset model project. The team that uh, that is behind us, we have been working together with this uh, while now on 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 this this particular uh, project, and uh, uh, we have been working on the uh, with the Tendermint Core Consensus Engine and. The Cosmos SDK since uh, even before uh, the the chain was uh, the Cosmos Hub was even in the testnet. So so yeah, uh, that's that's a quick about uh, yeah me uh, what we have been trying to achieve with uh, yeah asset asset mantle. Thank you, thank you. Uh, let me let me pronounce your name again. Deepanchu, Deepanchu is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Deepanchu. Yeah, Deepanchu. That's correct. I'm so I'm so bad with names, dude. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that intro. Uh, so, just give us a quick overview of what Asset Mantle aims to do, and like, what are the current challenges of existing NFT marketplaces that it's trying to, you know, trying to fix. Um. So, uh, like, uh, uh like, uh, we have an interface. Uh, like, let's say, uh, talking about the Ethereum and Solidity. Uh, like uh, ecosystem, we have uh, interfaces like ERC20, and ERC20 has worked uh, phenomenally well with the projects make, making uh, products that are interoperable with other smart contracts that can like play into other uh, DeFi applications. But uh, ERC721 standard, uh, the interfaces have not been equally been successful at like being being able to plug into uh, other products, etc at all uh, because us with nft is not just about the this uh that that uh, the other smart contracts have to interact with but it's also the the data object that comes with this particular uh uh like uh, with each particular nft uh, even from the front end perspective uh, there is a there is a, like a, a lack of standardization with respect to how the metadata associated with an NFT should be displayed across across different uh, like applications. So with the uh, asset mantle, uh, we initially started off with uh, trying to uh, create one uh, data object, a standard data object uh, that uh, can represent that can like uh, uh, morph into multiple different. Uh, like NFT use cases, and at the same time, same time also like uh, uh, implement a mechanism for us to be able to uh, show and like display these uh, uh, NFT data objects across different like uh, viewports uh, without there being a, a special communication, special code written at each of these viewports. As to how this, uh, like, uh, uh, yeah, piece of information, this NFT should 
uh, be like a representative. Uh, yeah, I I hope my audio is clear. Uh, if if there's any async synchrony here, it cuts out. I was gonna say it cuts out every once in a while, but it's not too bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not too bad. But for the for the uh, audience down below, throw us an emoji if you can hear him. Throw us a little heart if you can hear him perfectly fine. I think it should be they should be good. I mean, I it's not if it cuts out, it's only maybe for a few words, so it's not hard to follow along. It's not like you just cut out and then it's gone for twenty seconds and then we had no clue what you were saying. So it's right. And uh, so tidbitting off of that, I have a question that I've been asked a couple of times. So essentially, what value does asset mantle bring to the entire cosmos ecosystem? Um, yeah, so. Um, just adding on to what the Pancho said and following this question, uh, there, just to uh, to before answering what value we provide, I just want to give a brief history of the core team that is working behind Asset Mantle. So the Pancho uh, introduced the inter NFT metadata standardization back in 2020 in the Cosmos ecosystem uh, and started working with Interchain Foundation from which the team got grants to work on. So in a sense, the core team behind Asset Mantle introduced the NFTs in the Cosmos ecosystem much before, you know, NFTs were a thing in the Web3 space. Um, and in 2020, only we did the first non-standard IBC NFT transaction in the ecosystem. Hence, for the journey for the open source contribution and development of a metadata standardization that will be really interoperable and modular started. And with the vision to create a, a composable and decomposable NFTs and in a sense to the vision was always that NFTs are much more than just JPEGs uh, in the sense that they can be integrated in metaverses and games and the power power of blockchain and tendermint engine can really be leveraged by all these projects. Uh, but there was a huge gap and lack of the tech that was needed to support that development. Henceforth, the journey started in 2020. After that, uh, we launched the MVP in 2021, launched the testnet in 21 November, uh, where we got 420 plus validators. And since then, we've just been reiterating, taking feedback from all the uh, marketplaces that are in existence um, to really optimize what we have been building. And uh, finally, we went live with uh, the tokenomics as well. So the vision has been very clear that we want to create an asset mantle marketplace, which will consist of the mantle builder and the mantle marketplace. Mantle builder will be a no code plug and play platform for creators and artists to just come up and uh, customize their marketplace just like they would have done it in a Shopify or any major web two platform. Uh, so we really want to close the gap between creators and artists to onboard the web three ecosystem. Uh, apart from that, there are certain features in NFT platforms that creators are not able to leverage because of the development requirement that comes up. And I mean, artists should uh, be bothered by development and all those complexities that comes up with blockchain and be left behind just because uh, the development is a barrier. So features like a uh, distributed price curve mechanism, complex features like royalty distribution for uh, the audios and music that gets uploaded etc nft fractionalization etc etc 
we really want to make it as simple with absolutely no code and uh, be a plug and play platform also give a lot of control to the artist to customize how they want to create the marketplace second aspect would be uh uh the core protocol that we have been building up again uh hence because we want to make the code open source and give it to the cosmos ecosystem in general to adopt as the core standard uh will the second stream of development will come not uh, will come from the metaverses in game that will utilize the modules that we have created to integrate it in their games and metaverses uh, for to leverage the power of blockchain so henceforth there will be two uh, streams of development one the asset mantle team very aggressively building a no code platform asset mantle and onboarding creators and artists uh, and creating a community on top of the protocol the second would be the uh, metaverse and games and other open source projects that uh, want to maybe focus and create um, uh, more development on top of it uh, apart from all the that we'll be introducing uh, there'll be other things such as unique identification uh, and distributed identity on blockchain uh, i i think dipanshu can lead on to that and we'll also have features like social profiling and social profiles of the artists and creators where they can follow each other and uh, in in those terms have a unique identification platform uh, on asset mantle dipanshu if you want to uh, expand more on this uh yeah uh so the uh, major core feature core core feature that like uh, uh, uh is the major differentiation that asset mantle is like uh, championing is uh the standardized standardization of this nft uh representation from both from the respect of uh like the data object as well as from a wallet perspective as well so uh, similarly uh, uh, when you are able to like uh, uh, as is the same way you are able to deal with like tokens from different smart contracts on your metamask in one go uh, but the same if for one address you're you're not able to do the same thing for uh, nfts right now uh, you have to probably navigate to, uh, like five different web apps uh, where the nfts have been issued at to be able to view your like owned nfts at each of those different uh, platforms there are some platforms that are building up that are like wrapping this uh, nfts inside a bigger nft and standardizing like nfts from uh, all across like five six different platforms but that again is, is like leads to some uh, like uh, issues with respect to uh, or limitations with respect to what kind of nfts can go in uh, with asset mantle we are trying to uh, like uh, uh, bring to uh, the forefront a, a standard called the inter nft standard uh, we have been working on the standard for uh, quite a bit now we started working on it in uh, the early 2020 uh, with the grant from the icf interchain foundation uh, along with the uh, with another project called ixo which is also in the cosmos ecosystem uh, we looped in a bunch of uh, other projects that were at that particular point of time building uh, building nft projects and that have come out right now uh, with their own uh, like uh, uh, products in, in at mainnet and uh, there, there are quite a couple and bunch of uh, like crazy uh, like features that this standard brings out for example, like uh, uh, universal uh, resolution of uh, NFT metadata through uh, something called DID. DID is a W3C standard. So one can imagine uh, DIDs uh, like uh, URI. 
Uh, so you have a URI which points towards a resource uh, and you input this URI inside your web browser or a web application and that uh, web browser is able to like hit up uh, hit up the exact location where this uh, like particular piece of information is present on the web uh, on the internet uh, similarly the, the what uh, uh, nft dids do is uh, once you have the identifier for nft that did is able to once you put it inside a resolver uh, identify on which chain this particular NFT was issued and be able to bring back, fetch the data from that particular chain and be able to resolve and show you what the content of that uh, NFT is. So that makes it uh, very easy for you to like uh, the, uh, to translate it into what it uh, like uh, how how an end user benefits from it. Uh, like you can own, you can have one wallet on one particular chain and you can own uh, NFTs from across the interchain ibc connected universe and uh, have all those nfts set inside one wallet and that one wallet is being able to at the front end also being able to display being able to show you the all the nfts that you have owned and the metadata along with it resolved from all the different chains at one place so you don't have to hit up n number of smart contracts or n number of chains or n number of web apps to be able to see what your uh, what kinds of nft you own so that's a huge, huge, uh, like, uh, uh, like, uh, like, uh, jump in the user experience uh, perspective. Uh, also, what this allows for you is like uh, there, there might be some NFTs with one, uh, like, which might be representing a piece of music. There might be some which might be representing a complex piece of documents. Uh, like, for example, in the complex use case, a uh, bill of lading, which consists of like seventy plus odd different metadata fields. There might be another NFT that uh, that uh, has like five different images attached. There might be another NFT that might have uh, audio audio uh, resource attached with it. So all these NFTs uh, through Intel NFT standard at Asset Panel would be recognizable as just an NFT. And the music NFT, the uh, bill of lading NFT, the uh, the image NFT, the video NFT will all just inherit from that one superclass, which is the main core NFT, which allows for interoperability. So you can just say, hey, I have like five different NFT. I want to trade one NFT for one of your NFT, and that will still work. Uh, you you can even trade a fraction of your NFT for a fraction of someone else's NFT, or also at the same time be able to like trade your NFT against like any of the IBC enabled tokens. So yeah, basically it's, it's uh, the inter NFT standard, the name suggests it's a inter interchain NFT standard. So it allows for like real, uh, it, it real uh, interoperability between uh, different NFT marketplaces and allow for like one uh, decentralized exchange where you can exchange any amongst any and also be able to send your NFT across to other chains. So that's the, that's the main, main, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, a differentiator that we are, we are, we are trying to bring about with the, with the asset mantle. All right. So you guys are bo both obviously very, um, enthused and you guys know what you're talking about, but I want to try to make it real simplistic for s someone out there that maybe their head just exploded from all that high, high tech talk. So essentially, let's just kind of summarize this. And if you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I want to try to point out two main things that you guys are essentially uh, fixing in the in the market. So you're creating an NFT wallet that essentially allows you to have like a one-stop shop instead of me having one 
you know, five NFTs on this platform and two on that one. And I have to make like, so we'll use Stargaze. I go to Stargaze. I have a Stargaze punk. I have to go over there with this smart contract, interact with it, see it. Okay, this is this. And then I got five NFTs over on Stash. Now I have to go over there, check these all out. You guys are just basically merging it all where I could just go to you and say, look, here's, here's my 15 different NFTs I have. They're right here. And then also, not only for me, but like say I was an artist and I didn't have like any coding background. You guys are making it so you're you're helping, correct? Is that a way to word that? Uh, absolutely. You you hit the nail right on its head uh, there. Uh, the, these will be the two major, major uh, life features. Uh, one wallet for all NFTs, one standard way uh, for all NFTs to be represented, one place to see all your NFTs. At the same time, through without coding at all, uh, if you if you wanted to create your own marketplace right now, uh, as a let's say small time uh, like uh, NFT creator, you don't have to like uh, go on, get onboarded on on top of another marketplace and then just be restricted to that uh, market. You can uh, create your own particular format of NFT. What what would be the data structure? What would be the content inside the NFT and how it will look like? without having to call it out you would just be able to like send one transaction and be able to have that nft be nft marketplace be implemented uh, plug and play uh, uh, we are even working on a front end that allows you to like uh, not only have a customized nft at the blockchain level but also uh, have a customized uh, front end for it as well. The Web3 way of doing it would be just to fork the uh, front end Web3, Web3 front end we have and then white label it for your use case. But we are also building on zero code version of it where just uh, uh, like like Shopify or like uh, uh, WordPress be able to like uh, customize your storefront. So yeah, zero code and be able to create a marketplace. These two. So one of the things that I help with, I, I try to help out artists and, and people that are creating collections throughout various different uh, blockchains throughout Cosmos. And one of the most common questions that I get asked or that, that the artist on the other end of the computer asks me is, how do, how do I create randomizers? So they may create the art, but they, they want to be able to have like a randomizer for different, you know, different attributes, so to speak. So how... I don't even know if I can really ask this question, but is, is that something that you guys would just be able to help them with? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so uh, uh, I, uh, just to expand uh, on that, uh, like uh, let's say you wanted to create, a, like right now all the NFT, majority of the NFTs that we see, uh, just uh, in, in, a, in a, like not to get too technical about it, but they are just uh, two pieces of information connected together. One is the identifier for that NFT, and one is a URI which points towards the actual content of the NFT itself. So at the end of the day, on, on the blockchain, the blockchain doesn't understand a URI. It can't connect to Web2 per se very easily without oracles, etc. cetera. Uh, but yeah, scratch that last sentence, getting technical again. Uh, <laughs> but what if you want... <laughs> But what if you wanted a bunch of different attributes on chain itself and that were customizable as in uh, you wanted to add, let's say, a profile picture NFT that would uh, have a URI towards your actual profile picture and have a bunch of accessories attached with it. Let's say uh, IP, uh, eyeglasses or a hat or uh, like a, a necklace or, or a shirt or whatever. So you can add these, you can add these uh, like data fields inside your NFT on the blockchain itself, and also uh, choose what uh, what kind of resource it is. So like what kind of data it is. So you can just directly like point towards a number 
and say that they are that uh, I have 10 kinds of glasses and you just pick a number from zero to 10 and the and the, the front end I would be able to identify what you meant by when you said number two and just be able to render it as a eyeglass on your uh, profile picture or more interestingly what you can also do is uh, make a field which is the eyeglass field inside your nft and like have it as a nft itself uh, which you can mint uh, to, uh, in 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 another another collection and you can have like a ray-ban collection of eyeglasses where you can just like attach the ray-ban nft to your profile picture and be able to like render and display how that would look like on your profile picture so and all of this without coding at all you don't have to deploy a smart contract you don't have to like uh, uh, write any code for this to happen except for the front end part yeah of course rendering part is like non is it's not very easily standardizable the only thing that we can do is just uh, have a resource attached to the NFT itself, which will tell the front end of the browser how to render this piece of information irrespective of where uh, this NFT is being displayed. So yeah, uh, to cut it short, uh, yes, uh, there are 22 fields. You can have an NFT with just one field or 22 field fields at max. 22 fields is kind of a Web2 limit on forms that is set uh in general like uh, that's that's how the number 22 comes from and uh, you can just, uh, i think you got cut hello uh uh i'm so sorry yeah audible 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 now that must uh, have been just yeah. you uh searching oh damn 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 it's, damn, so clear. <laughs> it's um, been happening a lot where just the speakers have issues hearing each other um but yeah we'll, we'll continue sorry sorry sachin uh, yeah yeah uh yeah uh Okay, in that scenario, just continuing from picking up from where I left. So whenever you're de defining your like own marketplace per se or your own classification, we call it classification rather than collection. But uh, like we can call it whatever we want. Whenever you're defining whole collection of NFTs, you can pick and choose uh, from uh, like uh, five different data set data types that we support, and twenty and you can pick how many number of uh, data uh, data fields that you want to add. So you can pick as low as one and you can go up to 22 fields. And yeah, all your NFTs must like uh, from it, after having defined a classification must follow that standard, follow that format and like have that data fields added inside. So yeah, without, without, with no code, yeah, our creators are able to add uh, more attributes to the NFTs. That's awesome. But one of my big things with literally anything ibc related is just cost I, I just want to say like a customer experience that that appears to be an ideal customer experience for everyone to be able to you know do what you just alluded to have one-stop shop and i know i kind of become somewhat of a maxi with I, nfts i only want to go to one place because i, I don't want to have nfts all over the place and, and then have to figure out hey where was and, and then technically i guess even forget about some of them like oh, i forgot about that nft because I hate to say it, but I have quite a few of them and they're, you know, I try to just stick primarily to stash because it's just, they're all there and I could just upload it. But, you know, I, I was really interested in some of these uh, new NFTs that were launched on, on Stargaze. So, you know, I'm going to start probably grabbing some over there too, but it would be nice just if I could just have them all in the one place. So I don't have to click around and forget about stuff. So that's ideal. I agree with you, Haas. I definitely agree you agree with you because, I mean, we all love different platforms and different NFTs that launch on different platforms, but just having it all in one, one you know, place, that'd be sick. Also, uh, just to add on it, we also have the feature of composable and decomposable NFTs, which I think uh, 
is, is a vast thing to touch on, but uh, coming from an Ethereum development background and have really worked with smart contracts in ERC-721 standard, the one thing that we faced, the one issue that I faced was uh, the decomposability of NFTs. Apart from uh, obviously the URI being the only source uh, of storing the information to really simple it down in terms of the developer's thought process and that really affects by what projects will be building upon you. So just to give an insight, if uh, with the ERC-721 standard, you have one URI is mostly, mostly the, the IPFS URI, which stores your attributes of your NFT. So let's say the uh, your punk has certain features, certain hairstyle that attribute is stored in that IPFS. Now it can be stored in different formats. It could be JSON, it could be a text file or anything. So, the, so it becomes really difficult for different exchanges to pass that information. Now OpenSea has kind of created the monopoly and set a standard that, hey, this is the information we pass. Uh, also the image that the NFT represents is stored in that IPFS link. Uh, and OpenSea has kind of set the standard, but again, this should there should be any standard, right? Your NFT sh and interoperability and the development and the overall ecosystem should not be so confused with what the IPFS standard should be, and that really restricts the amount of development that you can do. So this is where uh, mm -hmm. the the asset mantle and the entire NFT standardization changes it. It provides 22 data fields where you can store the NFT attributes and uh, you're not very restricted by storing in one particular format uh, that will one exchange will be able to parse it and the other exchange will not be able to parse it. Uh, coming to composable and decomposable NFTs, so just imagine that uh, again, it's, it's very inclined towards the vision that NFTs are more than JPEGs. Uh, imagine that you a metaverse has integrated asset mantles protocol um, and modules and the your character in a metaverse is an nft uh, and all the characters and avatars are nfts and you have certain attributes like a helmet and a sword and some boots in the metaverse what if you want to trade that sword of yours as an nft which is an attribute over the nft marketplaces and somebody else buys that sword uh, and when somebody else buys that sword nft he uh, he or her can integrate that sword NFT in his avatar's NFT. That is the concept of decomposable and composable NFTs. Uh, again, I think which can this can help uh, metaverses and game really leverage what uh, the blockchain is built for and really leverage the features of blockchain and uh, asset mantle modules in journal. So kind of tidbitting off of that i'm assuming this is what what would happen is what the what uh role does persistence have to play with all this uh so uh like of course uh like asset mantle is a initiative that that was born out of like the persistence ecosystem and uh yeah we have been uh working as 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 i said the team has been working uh uh, on and contributing to multiple projects in the past, persistent ecosystem projects in the past, uh, including uh, Comdex, PStake, the persistence blockchain itself, and now Asset Mantle is one of the initiatives you can think of as that has like been born out of incubated in in and like uh, uh, out uh, out of the same team. And uh, yeah, uh, right now uh, that's the that's the like yeah on a high level 
Okay. But I think I read somewhere maybe yesterday or the day before you guys are going to be accepting like a staked derivative, like a piece stake. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. So like uh, the way a persistence uh, core chain is positioned right now is it uh, is aiming to become the liquid staking hub of the Cosmos ecosystem and in the in general, the DPoS ecosystem. So like basically, uh, like uh, if you were to issue a token from your chain, then the, the token going to any other uh, chain, the real version of it would be considered, uh, which, which would be coming from your chain and not like uh, following five different chains and coming landing at Osmos or whatever. Uh, similarly, the persistence core chain is, uh, is, is going to become the like originator for all the SDK staked liquidly staked assets and any staked asset that is coming out of that chain will be considered the real uh, original version of that particular asset identified on other uh, like applications as well so we would be accepting uh, like all of the staked assets so for example uh, right now if you wanted to buy an exchange or exchange an nft uh, on the ex- uh, the dex uh, like we accept all the different IBC connected tokens and also on top uh, the SDK, uh, the liquidly staked version of these assets as well uh, for uh, like buying or selling these NFTs as well. There are certain incentives attached uh, with uh, being able to buy these NFTs with SDK assets. But yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, that, that alpha, like... <laughs> we will be leaking uh, but maybe over a uh, uh, few other uh, conse- consequent spaces nice yeah I, can, I already see that as i'm all about utility i think everything that you're you're touching on and what persistence is trying to do just adds utility and value to all of us so i'm all for it i don't even think a lot of people realize what type of value that actually brings but that's it's a ton of value. The whole stake, basically a stake derivative, and that you get to do more than just stake an asset. You can actually use it for something else as well. So that's that's very big, actually. And I don't think a lot of people yeah. realize that. And I, yeah. I I've been trying to trying to allude to people like, hey, don't sleep on persistence. You know, they they're basically an OG. So give them give them some time. And and I see their ecosystem building out. And I see, you know, I'm glad that you guys stopped by today because I'm already learning a lot. And I can already kind of see the the future a little bit. And it's it looks very very bright, so to speak. So that's great. Yeah, uh, absolutely. We're talking talking about this uh, this, this liquidly stake asset etc. Right now. Uh, people are just looking at uh, liquidly stake asset as as to what uh, like uh, incentivization that they can get uh, by liquidly staking their assets or uh, what is the APR they are getting in comparison to like natively staking these assets versus liquidly staking this asset. And of course, there is going to be a little bit of slippage, but the value add on top that you can like utilize your like dead uh, like capital that is just sitting there that is illiquid. In other platforms, that that itself is like will lead to a huge like secondary market, secondary use cases of your uh, staked assets. So yeah, very very bullish on uh, the 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 liquid staking and p-staked uh, protocol that's being built. I see there's a few people requesting to uh, speak probably because they have questions, but we'll, we'll get we'll get to you guys here in a little bit. Um, I want to go back and talk about the actual platform. So I see that like uh, a few platforms are kind of lacking like a type of social media interaction with their community. Um, is that something that is planned for Asset Mantle? Will you have, you know, um, will you have the ability to comment under an NFT and then like 
you know, like it or yeah. Is there any type of uh, social media interaction that's going to be implemented? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, the way we do it is a little, little different, but there is a uh, like a, a deep consideration of the social aspect of NFT ownership itself. So like to discuss about where, like what, what, uh, where does NFT derive its value from? So of course, uh, like there, there are two, three things that really give NFT its own value. Of course, the aesthetic aspect of it is uh, art NFT is is one of them. If you if a person really likes how it looks like, of course they're going to value it more. The secondary aspect is the rarity aspect. How rare is this particular NFT that that gives it gives it another kind of value? Third is the artist itself, or himself or herself that have uh, that have, that have minted it. If 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 if, if that is a like asset, the artist of value, of course, um, that artist is only going to produce uh, a finite amount of. Uh, like uh, uh, pieces in 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 their productive careers, and that itself gives a, a rarity to that particular NFT. But there's a fourth aspect as well, which which gives value to the NFT, and that is uh, the ownership chain. Uh, who has owned this NFT in the past? If, if was there a person of note that has uh, that is not an artist, uh, but I, it, that is a person of note in general that has owned this NFT? For example, let's say. Uh, a Vitalik Butrin were to own an NFT and sell it sell it later on. Now, uh, like it's it's a big uh, like a boast point I, if you were able to own an NFT that that was in past owned by Vitalik Butrin. But the problem with uh, you being able to prove it was if it was a person of note that owned it in the past is that right now the all the wallets are just linked uh, are just identifiable through a. Uh, uh, illegible uh, uh, address that there is no way to link to a social uh, like a social profile or there's no way to verify if that particular uh, address is being owned by X, XYZ person it can only be speculated on um, uh, uh, through the uh, asset mantle uh, we try to like bring in that social aspect bring in the ownership and bring in that uh, aspect of uh, like uh, uh, ownership uh, through like identities rather than ownership through uh, like cryptographically generated keys. Uh, so uh, all the all the wallets that that we have on the on the platform they they are all linked to identities and these identities could be very simple identities that are linked to a username or a complex identity that also like in the metadata field linked to the social the social handles like for example the Twitter Instagram. Uh, Etc. So, and there is a verification process uh, as well when uh, when the platform issues this particular uh, identity to one one uh, creator or one collector, and uh, that verification aspect is what like uh, like really is able to like uh, uh, put into perspective, put into uh, uh, the uh, the ownership chain. Uh, the verified aspect of who has owned and the social aspect of who has owned this NFT and like really give value to it. Uh, yes, the the one aspect that you mentioned with respect to like linking it to direct linkages to other social media, a social media platform. Now those are uh, Web two uh, integrations and uh, there is a lot of work to be done in that particular direction, especially in terms of like recognition uh, from these platforms as to like uh, the real OG issuer of uh, XYZ kind of NFTs that the platform in their Web2 platform on the Fended are going to be recognizing and uh, utilizing the metadata, et cetera, to show 
uh, content. For example, like very recently, t- uh, Twitter came out uh, saying that they're going to be integrating uh, profile picture NFTs into in, onto the platform. Now that's a big win, uh, but uh, unfortunately, that only comes through that that's a slow process that that comes through over a period of time and over uh, a lot of work that 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 has be that has that is being done with respect to standardization of metadata, with respect to standardization of how an NFT and NFT metadata looks like, which I I will like predict uh, will culminate into yeah there there being a real uh, interweaving of uh, uh, like social media inside NFTs. Okay, yeah, you basically answered all my questions there because I, I would I would definitely like to see a platform where you could like you know claim it that hey uh cosmo haas owns this nft because he linked it with his twitter profile you know that that'll be something cool to see uh, there's definitely like a lot of copycats out there so being able to claim that you know he did have that nft or he does own that nft that'd be a really nice feature so with with what you just said um that might take a, a little while to implement though or would that be something we could see when the marketplace launches um so uh like on the platform that we are building uh like that verification is done through like the platform itself so like on our platform from the from the get go itself all these integration are going to be played in so for example like you you you'd want to link your uh like let's say twitter along with it so there are simple mechanisms that you can like just uh, post a tweet that will be that 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 the platform will be able to identify as being posted through your tweet or a tweet that is signed by the by the address linked with your identity and the platform is able to verify if the signatures match and have a verification and be able to issue you that particular identity which has the uh, twitter account link so that verification process and uh, uh, the linkage from platform perspective from the asset manager perspective is ready from the get go itself uh, but the recognition of this particular aspect uh, uh, with respect to other platforms, now that, that's a work in progress. That, that's something that we are like uh, trying to push through the InterNFT uh, standard and the InterNFT working group, which we are, again, restarting with. The, we've got buy-in from a couple of projects, again, that they're really interested uh, in working on this particular and pushing for the standardization of this particular standard. And yeah, I... I, I can I can uh, like uh, optimistically uh, predict that yeah that work is going to culminate into uh, yeah verification linkages of this sort being accepted uh, like widely as a standard throughout uh, different platforms just like OAuth two. Thank you, uh, Sachin. Would you like to, or Cosmo Haas? You got a question? Yeah, I mean this is obviously what everything you said. I'm looking forward to, it, but as an investor. Uh, whenever a token, you know, first launches, I'm always, I always preach, you know, not financial advice, but always to get the token as early as possible. So my thing is, is I obviously you guys are going to eventually be listed on Osmosis. Do you plan on to to help bootstrap like liquidity and all that? Or are you going to do? Are you going to try to offer any sort of ex- external incentives directly on Osmosis? Uh, yeah, definitely. There, there. Like, uh, of course, there are a bunch of incentives that, uh, like, Osmosis itself through Osmosis token just gives out. Then, uh, token pay created with UST, etc. There is incentive. Uh, we have. Uh, we are going to be incentivizing uh, these pools for extra 
uh, mantle token rewards as well. On top, we have an edge over other tokens with respect to us being able to incentivize the liquidity providers uh, through NFT drops themselves. Of course, this 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 is something that we have not uh, discussed in uh, any any of the communications we have sent out. But yeah, uh, this particular aspect does uh, give us a huge uh, edge towards like uh, really bootstrapping liquidity into uh, pools. Sound like you just dropped a little bit of alpha about the NFT, and then uh, what you just talk, st- talked about with the drop in the token. Am I, did I hear you correct right there? Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about alpha on this show. I mean, that's just like kind of our ordeal. So, like any little potential tidbit, we love it. So, I think I, I understood you right there, what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, Okay, uh, like from that particular perspective, uh, so uh, with respect to like incentivization, now we have a, a couple of different uh, various assets uh, out there that are also trying to like bootstrap liquidity, uh, for, uh, uh, that are trying to incentivize liquidity. And definitely we in our roadmap have plans of integrating with all of those and kind of having huge APRs uh, uh, coming from like incentivization from multiple tokens being dropped in. Uh, so like, for example, one can imagine a pool, a liquidity pool that is being created with an SDK assets. Now, of course, on top of the osmosis, uh, uh, like incentives on these pools, on top of the mantle uh, incentives on this pool, on top of the uh, NFT drop uh, uh, incentives uh, for providing liquidity on these pools, uh, one could imagine uh, like drops with respect to like P-Stake token. One could imagine drops with respect to the XPRT token itself. Of course, these are not very long-lived uh, campaigns. Uh, th- these are all ephemeral campaigns, but uh, we, we, we do have uh, uh, plans of like uh, engineering uh, incentives, uh, huge incentives for uh, liquidity providers. Nice. I'm all about that. I, I'm enjoying all kinds of different pools. I'm in... If, if I don't know if you've ever stopped by any of your shows or her name, but I'm <laughs> I'm in so many pools. I at least twenty on one wallet, and I have quite a few wallets. So I'm, and as soon as a token launches, you know, whenever your token launches on there, I'll just be gobbling up as many mantle tokens as possible. I just think it's a good strategy. <laughs> the early bird gets the worm, right? Huh? Yeah, man, for sure. You never know. Like some of these tokens, they list. I mean. I know we're getting a little off topic, but you know, Juno was less than one Osmo at one point, you know. So if you're in early, you just never you just never know. I believe everything in this team in asset mantle, so why not? You know, the early bird does catch the worm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh and uh, yeah, to drop in a uh like li- little uh promotion with the, with respect to the campaigns that we're holding right now. Uh, the airdrop eligibility page is live. So if you have ever traded NFTs on OpenSea, or if you have ever uh, supplied liquidity to uh, the top, that top uh, few pools in Osmosis, uh, you you most probably are eligible for a good chunk of uh, mantle airdrop. On top of on on top of that, if if even if you are not eligible for any of the drops from the airdrop, we do have a stake drop campaign that is live right now. There is still like. Uh, uh, this, the, the campaign is still ongoing. You can still stake and participate in that particular campaign. We have got daily claims where you can answer questions and like claim a bunch of tokens. We have got a campaign going on with the stakingrewards.com uh, where you can, uh, there are 2,000 spots 
uh, for uh, the airdrops on top of a few spots for NFT drops as well. So yeah, uh, when the chain is going to stop start on top for the initial two years, we we have a high inflation rate uh, as well of a seventy five percent. So yeah, uh, being early, uh, being able to get access, uh, get your hands on the token early, definitely will result in a like uh, a good good uh, compounding aspect for for the holders. Yeah, just to add on that, for more clarity, the Osmos LPs will have a thirty million mantle token of the mantle drop distribution. OpenSea users will as well get an airdrop of nine million mantle tokens, and with the stake drop as well, we have nine million mantle tokens in distribution that is live right now <clears throat> uh, over six chains, and we also have twelve million mantle tokens for the mantle creators. So yeah, the philosophy has been to uh, really give away the tokens to the community because. If we look at the NFT culture, NFTs in journal, that NFTs are culture, and the token or the currency of the culture should belong to the people, right? Uh, so, 54% of the initial circulating supply is being given away to the community. So, yeah, definitely, uh, the early birds will get the worm. I just have one more question, and then I'll uh, open it to the people here in the audience because <laughs> they've been requesting to speak for a while. But um, yeah, like what not talking about like uh tokenomics or anything right now, but just um I, I see in your documents you have something about storefronts. Would would you like to talk a little bit about the storefronts and how that's gonna look like in the uh platform? Yeah, uh absolutely. Uh so uh like before starting on on, on storefronts, I would like to create a like uh uh distinction uh between uh like uh marketplace specific storefront versus uh like singular wallet and uh, that and uh, secondary marketplace for you to be able to exchange your uh, the nfts so there are two different uh, products that we are launching uh, one of them is the storefront so the storefront is like one can imagine a uh, 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 storefront for like let's say nike and you you head, head over to the storefront and it it, it it has got like all the nike branding inside it and all the NFTs that you see listed there are all Nike NFTs. But uh, what if you were to like take these NFT, buy these NFTs, and take them home and put them inside your wallet, and you wanted to see them at one place? Now that's that's the that's the mantle place that we are currently building. You can have one place where you can just arrange as, as the name suggests, mantle place. It's a place where you can like put your, all your NFTs, and also have an exchange where you can see all the different NFTs bought over from different marketplaces being listed and being exchanged in secondary marketplace for it. So with respect to the storefront builder, uh, as I mentioned, the Web3 way of uh, idly doing it and our code base for the uh, Web3 version of the uh, uh, storefront is already available. Uh, anyone could fork it off and like, put their own branding and create their own uh, storefront from it. Uh, and the, the code base is covered under Apache Apache open source license, so like yeah, without any uh, like legal implications, etc. Without any uh, royalties, etc. To uh, asset mantle, anyone can just fork that product and build their own storefront. On top of it, as we had promised, uh, we are gonna make it like the experience of creating your own marketplace, your own storefront, like a Nike storefront, uh, would would exist. You would want if you even if you wanted to create your own own storefront, uh, that that would parallel it. 
that will look like it, that will have all, all the features and functionality that like a big brand uh, marketplace storefront would have. You can do so without without like coding at all, without having to worry about hosting, without having to worry about uh, like uh, uh, the operational aspect of how that storefront would work like. And that particular product is called the Mantle Builder. So you can pick up a bunch of uh, resources. You can pick up a uh, pick up a template, and you can design your own storefront. You can design your own uh, uh, marketplace. And at the same time, when you click deploy, like we deploy it for you at at our end, so you don't even have to worry about hosting deployment, etc. So a uh, zero zero code experience, a zero technical knowledge experience for creators to be able to like uh, create full fledged uh, storefronts and marketplaces. Wow, I, I love that you guys are doing that because one thing that I keep hearing a lot is um, these NFT artists, um, they're really focused on just, you know, creating artwork, but um, they they, they kind of lack a little bit of the developer skills. So if, if you can kind of help them with, with that aspect, that'd be that'd be really great. Um, yeah. At, the, yeah, at this time, uh, we will be uh, taking questions from the audience. So go ahead and request to speak. Um, Haas, I don't know if you have any more questions for the team here. No, no, no. I, I was just going to make a comment. I don't even remember what it was going to be, but yeah, that's this is this is good, good stuff all around. I could see, I could see the the now and the future right now, and it's it's pretty bright. Whenever you just, I I just like to always look at IBC as customer experience. Like I feel like we have the best customer experience in crypto. So once you get a user, and and I think doing an airdrop to OpenSea is brilliant because any way or f any shape or form to get literally one person from any of these other ecosystems outside of IBC to me is a win. So I could see that bringing over a lot of people, you know, they go on osmosis to get their mantle token or make a trade. They're like, man, this is great. I don't, why, why, why haven't I used osmosis before? And then it just kind of, then maybe they'll go down the rabbit hole. Like, like all of us have, most of us, started from other ecosystems outside of IBC. So, you know, I know once I found IBC, it was like, oh, this is it for me. Like, I don't, I don't, not that I don't want other ecosystems to prevail outside of IBC. It was just, this is, this is it for me. So, you know, that's, that's always brilliant. I think it's great whenever a blockchain uh, that's going to do an airdrop it reaches outside of just the, you know, the, the inner blockchain communication. So that's, that's great. I'm looking forward to all that. Heck yeah, man. Uh, well, yeah, well, let's just get started with the questions from the audience. Um, we'll start with JC Cruz and then we'll go to women of women from Cosmos. Welcome. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm very new to the to this space. I just bought my first NFT like four days ago, but I am very excited about all these new developments and hearing the mantle. Uh, I am super excited. One of my questions is that from my, what I heard, um, well, are we, we are going to be able to swap our NFTs over the mantle uh, uh, applications? Or, and the other question is, I'm very um, worried about privacy. And maybe when you link the, the, the um, the so my Twitter account, uh, I'm I'm out there. Haven't you thought about um, Web three like Desmos or like a kind of uh, identity check? That's it. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, 
to, to answer to answer your question, yes, uh, like we, we we are not talking a lot about it. We we've just covered the decks up uh, <laughs> on our our like uh, uh, front end. Uh, although the all the functionalities are available, but we are not hyping it up a lot. We're just keeping it a little little bit under the wraps. But we do have our decks uh, uh, fully fully decentralized uh, maker taker uh, order kind of decks where you can just make an order. And uh, anyone who is interested in it can directly buy it, or you can just specify who is gonna buy like uh, address that you want uh, to you want them to buy, and make it a private uh, order so that only the person that you specified is able to buy the particular order. But yeah, you can list your NFTs, you can list them uh, on the on the marketplace on the decks, and also have an auction for that particular NFT. You can set a time, and you can have a the best bidder uh, having their uh, like take order being executed. Uh, at the same time, uh, what the DEX also allows you to do is like uh, exchange an NFT versus someone else's NFTs, or you can exchange a fraction of your NFT versus a fraction of someone else's NFT, or also exchange your NFT versus any IBC-enabled token. So yeah, that that exchange part we have got pretty sorted out. We have got pretty uh, like uh, we are on top of that particular game. Although we are not hyping a lot of uh, a lot of the DEX features right now, uh, because again, as 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 was discussed in this particular chat, the liquidity aspect is something that uh, people get really worried about with respect to whenever there's a new DEX and uh, in the in the in the market. So right now we're just focusing on the make take order the auction uh, aspect of this DEX. Uh, secondarily, with respect to the identity aspect. Uh, like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you an alpha. Uh, there's one kind of identity, the most basic username-based identity that is up for grabs when the mainnet happens. Anyone can come in and like grab their usernames, and they're gonna be more complex uh, kinds of NFTs, more complex classifications of NFTs that will link in uh, your KYC details inside them. Uh, like you can th you can think of uh, your Twitter handle, your Instagram handle, etc. On top, you can also think of like use cases, like complex use case, where you'd want to do a full KYC and verify and then issue an identity to one particular person. So those kind of use cases are also very well covered in, in, in inside this uh, particular platform. But from the get-go, uh, the, the our main uh, area of focus is linking the social social handles, social profiles uh, uh, of, of the creators, of the collectors inside the identity, and uh, uh, inside the identity that is linked with the wallet that, that you uh, collect and uh, store NFTs at. I hope that I answered your question. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you. Women from Cosmos, welcome. What questions do you got? Hey, yes, hi guys. Uh, well, really excited to hear all the functionalities you're bringing to the table, guys. But I wanted to ask you from the creator, uh, you know, side. I've seen that you have an application form, and I would like to know how it's going to be the curation process to being able to you know, to, to be a creator on your marketplace? Um, so like uh, keeping in ethos with the web, 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 keeping it with the web ethos, it's actually totally uh, permissionless. Uh, anyone that wants to create their own class, they can create classification of NFT, class of NFTs. Anyone that wants to create their own storefront can. There is no restriction. It's totally permissionless. As long as you are supplying the gas fees to pay for the transaction, you can become a creator. At the same time, we have a, uh, like again, there's an alpha, but we 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 do have mechanisms. We do have uh, uh, like DAOs incentivization uh, mechanisms set in place for the curators themselves. The, the for the curators themselves, these curators uh, through the through the process of voting, through the process of like uh, reporting uh, on on karma points per se, 
and they're able to like yeah uh, do do a bunch of stuff with those karma points as well at the end of the day but yeah the, uh, there is a mechanism that is built in uh for the curators to be able to for the the, the community itself to be able to curate not only the artists not only verify the artists but also uh very like curate the content on the on the on the marketplace itself and this 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 data this this curation data is totally freely available to uh on the blockchain which implies that the 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 curation heuristics could be applied by any uh storefront it can be applied by any marketplace in, in inside their uh front ends so it's not just uh, like a curation metric or that is just stored inside one centralized database that only one uh, marketplace or one storefront can utilize since the data is on blockchain and like anyone any person who's creating a marketplace can utilize it and then like have a curated set of nfts listed on their uh, on their on their front ends okay that's cool thank you so much thank you for the question thanks for stopping by uh, maria from women from cosmos i'll go to juno jerry what's going on bro Hey, good morning, guys. Um, great, great session we're having here. Um, Asset Mantle, wow, you guys are working hard. Holy cow. There's so many uh, things that you're building in. That's exciting. Just, I have one comment and then one question for you guys. My comment is, I'm a co-founder with Knots NFTs, and we've been blessed to be creators on both Omniflex and Stargaze. So we've kind of seen how both of those marketplaces work. My my one suggestion to you guys would be to make sure that you're are you're out there marketing yourselves because we've seen a dramatic difference between a marketplace that is really into social media and marketing itself and then another one that's not. And you could have the best stuff in the world, but if you're not out there, you know, singing songs about it and raising awareness, then nobody's gonna come over. So it sounds like you have something great. I just encourage you guys to keep building on it. I've I've not seen a lot on it. Maybe I'm missing my, you know, stuff in my Twitter feed, but I would really encourage you guys to build up the uh, public awareness on it. Uh, my my question would be, um, as a creator, you know, I I would love to launch on your platform too. Uh, I love the 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 storefront um, functionality that you're building. That would actually save me money and time. In that, we've been looking at integrating our NFTs into our personal website, where people could come and sell. And where we we would have an inventory of what what we're what we have, um, but if we could use that through a, a marketplace like you, that would be great. Uh, my question to you is: um, Do you anticipate a bottleneck for creators getting in there? Um, and also, when creators do have products, are they able to build up their inventory and not list it, kind of like keep things behind the scenes? Because what I'm running into now is, you know, I might have. I had my first uh, NFT series sold, and we're working on secondary and tertiary uh, series. But you know, there's bottlenecks and and waiting lines and all sorts of things. So, what can you do on your end to help out creators who are more than just a one and done sort of creator, where they make more than one NFT series? Yeah, got got you, got you, got your question, and uh, thank thanks for the. Uh, the, the feedback and suggestions so definitely marketing is some something that we have been uh, like working on but like str- struggling with in terms of like yeah uh, there is n- uh, no amount of exposure is enough exposure there are like uh, seven billion people on this earth but and we've really got to scale up and like uh, get get everyone to like at least uh, uh, experiment or try out this uh, this particular platform uh, once and uh, uh, that is why for 
like at Genesis itself, the initial circulating supply, the 50, 54% of that supply we are trying to like distribute to the community, distribute it through airdrops itself. Um, with respect to the the marketing, we really appreciate, we really uh, like uh, uh, are looking forward to uh, word of mouth from the from the creators and artists themselves, uh, from 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 the little like uh, uh, push from from the creator community themselves towards like helping helping us like uh, get the word out there about uh, this particular platform, the advantages, disadvantages of it, etc. So yeah, uh, coming com coming to the particular question that you asked uh, with respect to you being able to integrate uh, the NFTs with your particular website. So I did mention uh, two mechanisms of uh, anyone being able to create their uh, storefront. Uh, one is to directly fork the the web three the asset DAP application that we have out there and just modify it uh, for your particular use case. Uh, the other one is the store, uh, mantle builder, the storefront builder. But but uh, of course, getting a little bit technical, we have a JS library. Uh, that is able to like interact with the blockchain science and transactions and uh, query uh, query query from the blockchain as well as uh, be able to render the NFTs as objects that are displayable at the front end. So if 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 you wanted to like integrate uh, and if and have your uh, website, the currently developed website, be be able to integrate with Asset Mantle, then that's very very possible through this uh, JavaScript library. Uh, to, towards the uh, secondary question, uh, oh, <laughs> damn it, slip uh, my mind. What was the second question? Go ahead and repeat it, uh, Juno. Jerry, your second question. That's that's fine. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff going on, you know. No, I, I was just, I was, just <laughs> um, I was wondering about. Um, so basically, for creators who make more than one series, well, oh, right, right, not right, one right. and done. We want to have. We're and we're we're IBC NFTs, so we make NFTs based on different IBCs and sell them with utility. We don't. We're facing a bottleneck where we might have one series out and done. <clears throat> we're ready for another one, but then you have to get back at the end of the line before you can launch again. And there's there's bottlenecks and waits. And I was wondering, do you how would you, how can you help creators who are not one and done creators but have a series a different series of NFTs? Yes. 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 Uh, so uh, through Mantle Place, uh, the like uh, the 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 wallet and the secondary uh, marketplace for uh, like uh, NFTs, we do support lazy minting. So what that implies is that you can uh, like in bulk upload the data uh, with with uh, uh, that that's associated with the NFT uh, and uh, have it like temporarily cached at a centralized like Web2. Yeah, I agree. This little bit of centralization with respect to uh, lazy NFTs. But yeah, you're able to upload a bunch of NFTs and uh, like have them lazily minted as in uh, the NFT is available uh, for uh, for uh, the creators to view uh, for uh, like as a secondary option for uh, the private sales if you want to do it and you want to expose this NFT to a bunch of private, uh, private uh, collectors. You are able to expose them before actually going out there and uh, like minting these NFTs. Uh, secondarily, uh, as a like side effect of us building on the Tendermint Curve consensus engine and the uh, the transaction uh, like batching and the, the TPS that the Tendermint Core consensus engine allows us and the low gas fees, 
like you can you can when you wanted to uh, pull the trigger on it and have these nfts be in batches of transaction be sent out and like minted as well at a very low uh, very low transaction fees and like at a very high tps so uh, we have battle tested the tps at which uh, like we are able to like send out and uh, mint nfts and uh, yeah the the result that we came out with are like uh, quite uh, quite uh, like yeah workable i would say uh, we were able to mint like uh, 30000 nfts in a span of like uh, one hour uh, through 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 scripts and these were like the like most uh, data heavy uh, 22 field big nfts uh, through batches and uh, but yeah that's that's the kind of tps that's uh, on the table as well we are actively working to uh, optimize the minting as well but yeah lazy minting and like uh, high tps uh high tps uh transact uh, 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 transaction that the mantle chain offers would be the like two differentiators with respect to like lazy minting use case that that you have been mentioning sounds great thank you very much thank you juno jerry i got another person requesting to speak so give him a second give him or her a second hey koshi Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's uh, it's great, great to hear uh, like uh, all the functionality of the, the the marketplace. I wonder if you could uh, say like how it actually how it will work. Like if you want to swap NFT with someone, do you kind of uh, does it take like the floor price or or do you like put it as a limit order or do you send like a link to someone like on some uh, marketplaces on on Ethereum? So that's that's one a question and and another one is uh, I wonder like how much does it cost like to set up the first storefront for the artist or, or like what are the fees you might have mentioned because I I came a little bit late uh, but yeah I wonder what is is there's like a minting fee uh, or if there is uh, some royalties on secondary sales what are you anticipate or is it is it set yet thank you oh yes yes thanks thanks Koshi for the uh, question too uh, to uh, like answer answer your question uh with with uh respect to uh the uh like bottlenecks with respect to minting nfts and, and like being able to exchange them for other nfts so what you can uh the way the order gets created as you the, the terminology that you utilize uh which is a limit order uh that that's a hundred percent accurate uh you can set a price uh you can set a buy order or a sell order on on the decks of a specific nft that you would want to buy and yeah if there's a taker for it uh, if there is a, a, a maker for that particular order they can come and execute that they can take up that order and execute it uh you what you can also do on top of it is like if you have a, like a fractionalized nft and they're like ten thousand or like a, a million uh like pieces of this particular nft you can create a like a center limit order book through this particular same mechanism where a bunch of people with their own fractions are having a like whole uh like book of buy and sell orders uh which the blockchain like executes every block if there is a match that is happening uh, so what can you exchange against what uh, uh as i mentioned earlier like you can exchange your one piece of nft versus any other piece of nft you can uh, uh exchange or create an order for like one fraction of an nft for another fraction of an nft or you can as well create uh like an order for like one nft versus any other ibc enabled uh tokens that are available uh on on chain uh 
uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just to, just to uh, like slip it in, you can also exchange one token against uh, another IBC token uh, uh, as well. But from the footprint perspective, we're yeah, uh, keeping it in the down low uh, category. Uh, with respect to the minting fees, the transaction fees are going to be very, very low. Uh, uh, we do have the distinct advantage of uh, having implemented these NFTs at the native chain code level itself and not at the smart contract level. So that that uh, really like removes the overhead with respect to like uh, the the gas that is required to be able to like execute a transaction uh, because there is no uh, smart smart contract overhead the the gas consumption is really really low and initially the gas the gas the gas prices are going to be very low tending to zero as well as we are seeing on osmosis and uh, persistence chain you can and even on cosmos chain even to even to the, today although the front end doesn't allow it you can send uh zero zero transaction fee uh transactions as well uh but you might ask uh what what happens in the scenario where like one, one is running a script where they are minting like thirty thousand nfts an hour uh is in the marketplace just gonna get overcrowded overburdened etc from that particular perspective we do have a mechanism built in place to rate limit it which does require bonding a certain amount of token while you're minting the nft but these nfts are totally redeemable when you burn the nft off and that also sets up a uh, floor price for the nfts too so if you're if, if you're bonding like x amount of token then of course the value of your nft could not be less than that value because when you burn the nft you're going to be able to like claim those tokens back uh this also enables like kind of garbage collection if there is an nft that you have minted and there, there is no takers for it then you are really incentivized to go burn that NFT and just claim the bonded token from uh, from from the NFT back. Uh, with respect to like, uh, let's say you were you were you were proposing to mint ten thousand NFTs and it and it takes like let's say x into ten thousand uh, amount of tokens to be bonded to be able to mint those NFTs. Of course, lazy minting is there to help you where you can only mint that NFT when you found a buyer for it. Secondly, we have DAOs. Uh, you can send out proposals on the chain uh, from to to like uh, get tokens from the community uh, com community pool. We have allocated a big chunk of tokens to the community the the community treasury itself. You can put out a pr pr proposal out there for your uh, ten thousand NFT to be fronted those tokens to be able to mint this those NFTs. Uh, yeah, so I guess yeah, that's that's the mechanism that we have uh, built uh, right now. So sorry. So each artist would have to bond their uh, mantle token with the NFTs they are selling for the price of NFTs. Is that what you mean, or? Uh, so uh, so like uh, uh, to dive deep, uh, dive deep into like uh, the, uh, what the process is like. So the transaction fee and the TPS on the chain is really high. So uh, any person, any any person with a script could just come and like spam NFT minting transactions and like just uh, flood the market with a lot of. Uh, spam NFTs or like copyrighted NFTs as well. Uh, to to like restrict that from happening since there is no like uh, the, uh, very low or no uh, minting transaction fees. There is a, a amount of token that needs to be bound, bonded. Uh, the the amount of token that needs to be bonded is uh, correlated with the number of data fields that you have in an NFT. So if you wanted to mint your NFT with just one data field. You just have to pay, uh, like you just have to bond a like a very small amount of mantle tokens along with it. And uh, if you wanted to do like a, a mint an NFT with a huge data set with twenty-two data fields attached inside, you'll have to like play pay proportion like bond proportionately that much amount of tokens. 
uh, when, but these tokens are not uh, transaction fees. These tokens are not fees per se. Uh, this bonding, uh, this bonded tokens uh, that, that, are bo that, that come with NFT, when the NFT is burned, you can totally 100% claim it back. On top, yeah, of course. Uh, again, in Alpha, you are also able to stake the these NFTs and be able to uh, claim the uh, like rewards, taking rewards on top of the these NFTs, uh, which would be proportionate to the bonded token that with the NFT. Awesome! Thanks so much. That that sounds exciting. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bringing back Sat Sachin up. Probably lost connection or something. Hey, Sachin, welcome back. Sachin, can you hear us? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I got disconnected. <laughs> You're good, dude. You're good. Any other questions for the um, uh, team? Please request to speak. We got a few minutes left. Yeah. Also, the plan show. Uh, how much time uh, do we have so that we'll plan the accordingly? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, we are right in the weeds of the uh, a, a, the stake drop deployment. Uh, so, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to answer any more questions that 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 uh, the community might have. Fifteen minutes will be like the act, right? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, while we wait for more uh, speakers to request, um, just can you give us a, a an idea of what we can expect for quarter two, quarter three? You know, from the team. Uh, such if you want to take that. Yeah, uh, can you please repeat the question? I'm sorry, I have a laggy vibe. Yeah, yeah. Well, what what can we expect up here uh, in quarter two, quarter three, and then looking out long term with Asset Mantle? Uh, you're asking about the roadmap of the as you yeah. move on. Yeah, actually, uh, Sachin, we we actually have somebody requesting to speak, so you you can just take their question first. Oh, we okay. Put it to mine, no problem. All right, we'll take the question first, and then we'll uh, give an overview of the roadmap. Thank you. Hey, Crypto Sroka. Hey, guys. How are you? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, thanks. First of all, heads up to the Mantle team. I really had no no idea that the project was so so big. So congrats to you guys. It's going to be really big. I think it's going to help a lot of people manage their NFTs uh, right now. And I just have a little question about the airdrop, uh, the stake drop, really. Uh, the vesting could you explain the vesting period? I think it's 12 months. Uh, that's the only thing I've got confused. Thanks. For the Atom uh, stake drama. Yeah. So it's six months of uh, vesting. And after that, it is six months uh, linear vesting. That is, you linearly get the tokens uh, that you are rewarded with. So for six months is vesting and six months is linear vesting. That is, after yeah. six months, you start getting the tokens. Yeah, uh, to, to jump in there, uh, like uh, with Stake Drop, we are really trying to uh, like involve and get the staking community on board. And uh, since since the stakers are already used to staking sta staking their assets, uh, like uh, we we are locking the tokens up for six months, and then vesting them over a period of uh, the, another six months. But uh, you are totally free to like the the tokens are are dropped in your wallet, and you are totally free to stake those tokens and be able to like. Uh, uh, liquidly get uh, a free uh, the unbonded uh, like uh, 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 staking rewards from it, uh, which would be not wasting at all. So yeah, you can stake these tokens that you get from Stake Drop and like totally get uh, free tokens, uh, unbonded tokens from from uh, whatever staking rewards you earn. 
Okay, thanks. So just to be clear, I have to wait six months to stake my my mantle no, tokens. No, no, no. Uh, from from the genesis, from the TGE itself, the tokens will be uh, like dropped inside your wallet. The wallet would have the vesting schedule programmed in, uh, so you won't be able to transfer your tokens out till six months, and the tokens will start getting slowly unlocked from six to twelve months. But you are free to like stake these tokens, and you are free to like uh, claim the rewards from these uh, from the stake tokens as well, and like freely be able to transfer them off from day one itself, from TGE itself. Okay, thank you. Very clear. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank, thank you, you. Okay, for your for your question, and thanks for answering it, Depanchu. So yeah, I, I guess um, since we don't have any more questions, can you just talk a little bit about about the roadmap? Yeah, uh, so as I told you before about the journey of Asset Mantle, here we are uh, with our tokenomics reveal and the stake drop campaign active. So the next is uh, the mainnet release that we all are very excited for and the liquidity bootstrapping event uh, where we let the community discover the price. Henceforth, as I said, majority of the uh, tokens are being dropped to the community uh, and we leave it up to them for the price discovery. Uh, we'll have the Mantle Builder B1 uh, very, very soon. Um, and the Mantle Marketplace that will first be accessible to the Genesis creators as a form of incentivization. And we're kind of providing exclusivity to Genesis creators for being early on to the platform. Uh, again, after that, I think the team is going to go very aggressive with bringing the projects on board in the marketing uh, of the platform in the entirety. Then we'll have the phase three after the Mantle Builder and the Marketplace is launched. Uh, in the phase three, we'll have IBC inter-NFT compatibility, uh, verification and curation system for creators by Mantle DAO. So Mantle DAO uh, will be again a DAO controlled by the community and Mantle token will play a huge role in that. Uh, overall uh, of the Genesis supply, 50% of plus Genesis supply will be controlled by the community in form of uh, the community funds and the foundation funds and henceforth it will be used to create the mantle DAO and again giving power to the community to vote upon uh, providing incubation to the creators and artists, metaverses and games which, uh, which really bring a lot of people to the platform and help in the overall ecosystem and the growth of the platform as well. Uh, we'll have the analytics and statics, this dashboard and other kind of uh, stats uh, integrated into the platform. And uh, uh, we'll have the mantle retroactive reward distribution as well active in the phase three. After that, we'll be having the phase four introducing the trade room. Again, I think the Paishu's uh, said length about the trade room where uh, creators and collectors can directly communicate and trade NFTs. So again, this being a, a, a unique feature that is not then, I think, in, in any NFT marketplace. What we see right now is people messaging each other and the creators on Discord that, hey, I want to buy a real NFT and then building on it, which is a very insecure process. And henceforth, we have seen a lot of scams of OpenSea with Board Ape, Yacht Club, etc. Because you don't know if the uh, person that is messaging you is the real owner of the NFT and, or not. And this is just a an unorganized system in a sense, which I think blockchain, blockchain can really 
make it abstract and verifiable what if i can directly message the creator that i want to buy your nft and in that secure and private communication channel i can buy it as well uh, we'll have the concept of composable and decomposable nfts as well in the phase four uh, again uh, as i mentioned uh, how metaverses can really leverage it uh, trading their uh, assets or the attributes of a particular nft as an nft and then integrating it with other nfts uh, again uh, the same similar the concept of metaverse uh, the example of metaverse avatars being i think the most easiest example to explain that that you can uh, trade your attributes like an nft and integrate it in your avatars we'll have staking and lps for nfts uh, a, Again, Devanshu gave a little bit of alpha about the decentralized exchange and the liquidity pools for NFTs, and introducing staking services for the NFTs. This, these, this all will come in phase four, uh, as well as the multiple payment mode integration that includes buying NFTs through uh, credit and debit cards, thus providing a on-ramp and off-ramp platform for blockchain. This is, I think, a key step to really. Uh, make NFTs and the accessibility to the Web3 mainstream where people who do not want to buy a token in an exchange or decentralized exchange and then bring a little bit of friction for people who are not very comfortable with tech like uh, just uh, so that really makes it easy to buy NFTs via credit or debit card can play a huge role in buying assets in metaverses and games as well. So there's a huge scope of uh, further development after the integration. Um, then we'll have a uh, mantle place V3 that we will just be reiterating and taking feedbacks over what the V2 will be and further enhancing it along with facilitating DAO infrastructure and tooling. Uh, I, the team really believes that DAOs are kind of the future, uh, and I think DAO is basically the the fundamental uh, backbone of what the future of Web3 is gonna be. So providing a, a tooling for DAOs, uh, and in in future I think there will be companies and come that will be completely run in the DAO infrastructure. Hence a lot of emphasis on it. Uh, in the last phase will be rarify, and this is just just the a uh, roadmap that is there for now. Obviously, the development never stops. The building never stops. Uh, but in the last phase, there'll be Cosmos NFT projects collaboration uh, again using the inter NFT protocol and standardization for other Cosmos in ecosystem projects. That is just enhancing the interoperability aspect of it. We'll have Ethereum bridge integration for multi-chain compatibility. Uh, yeah, just as Vitalik Buterin says, the future is multi-chain and also in the ethos of the Cosmos ecosystem, we really want to go multi-chain and connect all the blockchains together. We should not be limited on where your NFT was minted for just to have the proof of it. So an Ethereum bridge integration for multi-chain compatibility. Um, and uh, and uh, uh, a little bit of technical feature, but the unique identification part that the Panshu mentioned uh, will be on blockchain that everybody will have a unique identity, which is, which has been a problem statement in blockchain for a very long time. Uh, and I think if people are involved in uh, a lot of technical discussion, have been figuring it out. And henceforth, we are bringing the feature of unique identification on blockchain. And you can link my different wallets to your unique identity. 
uh, and the last phase a little bit of technical development which may sound not so significant to the users who aren't on the tech side but uh, but your unique identity will be compatible with with SCCP256K1 address format, which is the address format of your wallet as well. So uh, yeah, that is kind of the roadmap that you see in future. But to really summarize it on how the development is gonna be, it's gonna be in two phases. One is, as I said, the Asmantle team, really building on the protocol level development that we will open source and we have been building upon since 2020 with Interchain Foundation uh, is, that will be developing the asset marketplace. Uh, the innovation really lies not just on the front end level of providing a node core platform, but also in the protocol level. Uh, henceforth, one stream of development will be where the team is building on the protocol, providing NFT fractionization, DAO tooling, and all these features. The second stream of development, which is not on our roadmap, uh, is the open source development that will happen. Metaverses and games uh, will integrate it and Obviously, when you have an open source community, they innovate and develop upon it. So, yeah, that's that's kind of the future for the asset mantle, in short. Hey, well, thank you for that um, overview of the uh, roadmap. It sounds like there's a lot of uh, developing going on, a lot of exciting things ahead. Um, thank you for stopping by and actually really like teaching me personally about the project because I definitely needed to do more research and this AMA hopefully helped other people too. Uh, and thank you, Dipanchu, for stopping by as well. Uh, Haas, do you have any uh, last words for the team? No, I just, I, you know, I was the same sentiments. And I personally, as like an investor, I like to invest in the team and the people, and the, and the, I could see the passionate there. You know, you were you were going on about a lot of high tech stuff, so I try to just hop in and just make it real simplistic for for the users but what you're saying i i could see just like i said i'm all about customer experience and making it simple for people and the the whole ordeal about someone could just potentially buy an nft with just like their debit card is great that's that's amazing because that that i try to always look at it how to make it e I, I hate to say it, but make it easier for boomers like people that really don't have any sort of computer experience or are very intimidated and i think that would help branch that so to speak is the people that are a little bit older or they just don't care about computers but they want to be, take part in an nft crave and and i think everyone likes art in some form or another whether it's physical art or music or whatever whatever have you so that that's amazing i think that's going to be big yeah thanks a lot and i think lil gaze and cosmos house i really really appreciate the work that you have been doing uh and i always appreciate such community driven initiatives uh where you're just bringing in projects raising awareness about the development that is happening and putting your time and efforts into it uh great work that you have been doing if if everybody in the cosmos space can give a purple heart that would be great for the cosmos spaces team because they are the ogs of community driven uh initiatives yeah i appreciate that it means a lot i mean that's what we we started to do this just to have some fun and just to help educate and then it's it's grown i mean look at this right now there's a lot of people in here and it, it means a lot that people you know truly care and, and i always say and i can never emphasize it enough it's one of the many reasons i completely fell in love with ibc is the community involvement the the care for one another, um, the the help of one another. It's like everything's connected the way it's supposed to be. Every blockchain. I'm, I deal with different 
developers and blockchains and everyone's just open and trying to, to embrace one another. It's not really like a, a one shoe fits all. We're, we're the best and, you know, no one else. It's we're all in it together. And it really is truly interoperable from every perspective of, of whether it's the tech, the teams, the communities, the developers. It's it's amazing to see this roaring growth. I mean, it's just we're all in it so many hours a day and it's, it's just, we still don't know everything. It's crazy. And it's, it's amazing to see it. So thank you for stopping by. Um, you know, I'm really looking forward to asset mantle and I just, I'm, a, I'm appreciative that every single person that's in here, it's just, it's amazing to see. And I, I just like to throw the uh, Cosmos spaces team a quick shout out. Cause there's a lot of work that goes into building this um, type of a platform for people to tune in and, you know, get some alpha and get some education. Uh, Cosmo Clay down there, Tricky and Eric IO, and obviously Cosmo Haas. Thank you, everybody. Um, Sachin and the Panther, do you have any last uh, words for the IBC gang here? Um, yeah, uh, uh, a little bit of promotion right there. Um, so we have our uh, stake up campaign. Uh, I, I, would, I would just uh, like uh, uh, ask everyone in the in the Cosmos IBC gang to just head over to the website and just uh, if you're staking Atom right now or there are five other chains that whose campaigns will be starting very soon. So if you're already a staker on any of these chains, I would really uh, like uh, uh, urge you to like head over to Asset Mantle or one and navigate over to the stake drop page and just send over that magic transaction and start uh, getting that uh, uh, mantle drop. Uh, yeah and. Uh, uh, yeah, thank thank you guys for having us here and the and the community for asking such great set of questions and yeah, really excited for the launch and uh, ha- having everyone of you just uh, uh, testing out uh, what we have been uh, uh, building this far. Uh, over to you, Sachin. Yeah, thanks a lot for joining in and stay connected with us over Discord and Telegram. If you still have any questions that unfortunately the team couldn't answer because of the time uh, limitations, the you reach us out on Telegram and Discord and we will definitely answer your questions. Again, we have the State Drop campaign live, so you can be part of the community right now and join the Mantle Army. Uh, thanks, yeah, thanks a lot for joining in. Thanks, Lil Gains, Cosmos Horse. No problem. Our pleasure. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for so much. Thank you, everybody, for uh, stopping by. We'll see you guys again sometime soon. Take care, everyone. Have a good day. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Asset Mantle AMA, hosted by Cosmos Spaces, recorded on Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. This episode of the Ether was brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Take advantage of their Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, which brings you the hottest news and updates on all things Terra each and every day. Find it using the link in the show notes. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io.
This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Mutation. It is the key to our evolution. It has enabled us to evolve from a single-celled organism into the dominant species on the planet. This process is slow, normally taking thousands and thousands of years. But every few hundred millennia, Evolution leaps forward. Diving through the forest, looking for the door to the portal. Said it'll take me down a corridor. I'm ignoring the warning, storing importance. The cord looks sourced from ancient coordinates. Smells like musty mutants, trust me. I've been hunting bugs since the leaves started rustling. I must be getting close, yo, the scene is disgusting. Parasitic mutation, bleaching off the country. Grab a couple samples and defy their custody. Feeding gamma rays to the beast at peak velocity. Mutating awesomely. Pre-sado wanna me, taking off. All the scraps and feed them to the lottery Always evolving to defy the possibly These are the things that will stream you responsibly Feeling uneasy, these genes get them off of me I don't mean to trip it, am I mutating properly? We are the mutants We are the mutants We are the mutants We are the mutants Unlock the lab, it's time to do this Breathing getting heavy, I can feel it in my arms, but I can't stop now. Mutation. It's an art form, don't be alarmed. If you see me looking odd when I'm out on the farm, spinning crop circles in your yard, reaching the stars, need a way to get across. Got this little mutation, lets me hack key cards. Seen looking like it came out the first three saws, flexing like Rex when I mutate the precop. Leaders trying to research this genetic seesaw. Give me all the science and we'll leave you with the pre-slaw. Riders believe they bleed these endorsements, turning scientists into terrorist supporters. Gotta seize the spoils and release the spores. It's time to forage through DNA lore. So sink it a swim, silly Alice, take the pill and see. We're all mad here, taking over your facility. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. Unlock the lab, it's time to do this. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. We are the mutants. Unlock the lab, it's time to do this. Terror spaces.